Hi, and welcome to another episode of Dopecast. I'm T. Down. Today we'll be talking to Kevin Devery from the city of Goodyear, Arizona about measuring key performance indicators, how to prioritize what to measure, and what you could be getting wrong. Uh, but before we start, please remember to connect with us on social media. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss future episodes of Dubcast. You can also find these episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you want to listen on the go. And now here is my conversation with Kevin. All right, Kevin, uh, let's start with a quick introduction for yourself. Could you tell us a bit about your fleet history and what you do now? Yeah, um, Kevin Derry, I'm the fleet superintendent for the city of Goodyear. Been here for about two years. Uh, prior to that, I was a fleet manager for the city of Tempe, Arizona for um, about 12 years over there. I've got almost 30 years, or a little over 30 years actually in fleet maintenance and about 14 years in fleet management. Um, I've had large fleets, 1,200 units and larger. And I've also right now currently at about a 500 unit fleet. So I've done kind of the, the larger fleet and the medium sized fleet. And being a municipality, uh, like most everybody else out there, all sorts of different types of vehicles, different classes, heavy duty, light duty, medium duty, and all sorts of construction equipment. So quite a varied fleet. Awesome. So the reason I wanted to talk to you was because uh, I attended part of your session at GFX last year talking about data and KPIs and something that you said was really interesting uh, regarding how people collect their data and how it might be wrong. So let's just talk about metrics in, in fleet in general. Uh, why are they important and how do you determine what to measure? Uh, fleet is a metric driven uh, entity. I mean, everything that we do is run by the numbers. Um, you know, when vehicles come in, you're dropping off work orders, what are your costs? Uh, how much time is the vehicle down? How much time is the vehicle up? What are your uh, ratios for like PM compliance, your availability? Um, everything we do is driven by numbers. So if you're in fleet, you're going to want to be good at numbers. And if you're not, you're going to want to find somebody on your team who is so they can help you with the numbers. Um, Any comments on what, how to determine what to measure? Um, you know, it really depends on... Um, what that individual fleet is looking for, what they're trying to accomplish. So everybody's got different goals. Sometimes you're completely driven by cost. Sometimes you're completely driven by availability of your units. Uh, sometimes you're driven by um, the most important units. So if you have an organization that is heavily influenced by, we need patrol on the road, or we need our refuse trucks taken care of. Um, for example, last place I was at by city ordinance, they were required to have every container of trash picked up on that day, they couldn't they couldn't push anything off to the next day. So it was hugely important for them. So every fleet can be a little bit different on what they measure, um, but there are some general ones that are pretty consistent across the board. And we can talk about those too, but um, look at what's important to you. What's important to you, to your bosses and to your customers. Okay, thanks. Um, so some people you know, collect data and they have goals and can you give me an example of what you can do to boost your numbers if you don't quite hit your goals, if, if it's something that you've worked on in the past? Absolutely. So find out why. So if you're not hitting your numbers, the key to that is trying to determine what it is that isn't driving that number the way or the direction you want it to be, or maybe what's happening that is reducing your numbers. So for example, if you're looking at availability and your goal is 95% availability, you start to measure that, you find out that you're at like 85% or 87%. Uh, the question is, why is that happening? Is it because 
when the vehicles come in, the breakdowns are uh, too extreme. Uh, maybe your technicians don't have enough education and they're spending more time on certain jobs that uh, should probably be finished in a shorter amount of time. Maybe you've got a parts availability issue. So if you can't get the parts to replace them on the vehicle and you've got a, a downline full of vehicles just waiting for parts, then that's where you need to spend your time to address that. So look into it, get with your team, uh, huddle, huddle around, so to speak, and find out what it is that is preventing you from hitting those goals. And then you can start to work on those as a separate goal so that you can drive the overall factor. Um, a great one for availability is PM compliance. A lot of people tend to look at PMs as something they can do um, after all the other work is done. Is done. So if they got a lot of breakdowns, they're like, well, we're gonna push off the PMs, let's get to the breakdowns, which in actuality is the opposite of what you wanna do because PMs, a good PM compliance rate is gonna drive your availability. And you'll notice as you see your PM compliance numbers start to go up, you're gonna see your availability start to go up as well. So a lot of metrics drive other larger metrics. Yeah. Okay, so um, I want to go into tech productivity, which is, I think, what you had mentioned at the, the show that was that was interesting to me. Um, what do people get wrong or are really hard to measure that they should really think about? Um, tech productivity, it's, it's an interesting, it's an important metric. It's an interesting one uh, because by itself, it doesn't give you a whole lot of information about efficiency, but it does tell you how well you're actually charging your customers or, or recuperating the cost if you're in a government uh, fleet, recouping your costs back on what it takes to run your operation. And productivity, very simply put, is uh, how much time out of the time you pay a technician, are they actually on a work order um, generating revenue for you or generating the ability to charge back to a customer? So if your customer, if I'm sorry, if your technician works you know, eight hours a day, um, there's no way for them to be productive for those eight hours because of little things like breaks. Uh, they got to take a break. They're going to uh, go outside and uh, get, bring a vehicle in, or if they got to do some cleanup uh, around the shop, or if you're working on shop projects, uh, all of these things play into it. But um, if you're not charging time to a work order, then that's what you consider non-productive time, or another word for that would be indirect time. Um, the best you can do realistically is anywhere from 70%. 70% is a great productivity number. 75 is a fantastic number. And when I hear people say, well, we're running 90% productivity, um, they're measuring it wrong. You really legitimately cannot pull 90% productivity because of things like uh, vacation time, um, education time, training time. Um, if somebody is uh, gets sick, sick time, all that time you, you have to pay that employee, but they're not recouping costs for you by spending time on a work order. So um, when you do the math and you start looking at, if I have a tech who works 2,080 hours a year, that's you know eight hours a day, uh, 52 weeks a year, uh, Monday through Friday. So 2080 is your magic number. If you take out you know 80 hours for vacation time, two weeks of the year, they're gonna be sick at least probably a week out of the year, maybe two, so another, you know, 40 to 80 hours there. Education, if you're training your techs, they're gonna spend anywhere from 60 to maybe 80 hours a year um, just doing training. So that's time they're not spent on a work order. So when you add that all together and you pull it out, uh, your best possible scenario is like I said, about 70 to 75. Um, so if somebody's coming back and they're saying we're hitting 85, 90%, they need to look at the way they're actually measuring that. Holidays too, if you're paying them for a holiday, they can't be at work. 
So when you take out breaks, holidays, vacation time, sick time, education, it's impossible to get 2,080 hours out of an employee. You're looking at about 1465. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Kevin, you've led two agencies now. How has data management been different at or measurement been different at each? Um, have you incorporated some things from, from your old agency in your new place or, or some things that you've dropped off? Generally for me, I mean, I, maybe it's um, how I run a fleet, but the things that I'm looking at, I'm looking at here just so I was looking at the other place. So I wouldn't really say there's a huge difference in what you're measuring just because um, fleets in general, we have those big metrics and things that are really important to us. So, you know, availability slash downtime is one of the huge ones. You want to look at your tech pro productivity, tech efficiency, repeat repairs. You want to make sure that you're not doing repairs over that you shouldn't be doing. There should be a small percentage of those. Um, how many PMs you're doing versus actual repair work. So you want to make sure that you're doing, spending more time doing preventative maintenance rather than playing catch up and working on breakdowns. Um, that's going to save you money as well because breakdowns are more expensive. You know, you're looking at scheduled repairs versus unscheduled repairs. So how much of your work did you know was coming versus how much just surprise, we've got something that it's broken. We need it now. We need it to, you know, as soon as we can possibly get it. Things like parts availability rate, you know, your idle percentages out there, how much time are your vehicles spent idling, uh, turnaround time for work orders. So um, we look at, you know, about 15 different metrics. And I would say those are pretty much the same no matter where you go. Now, there's going to be some that different just because of like geographical location. I'm not, I don't have to work on snow plows. So I'm not looking at how many snow plow blades that we're going through or things like that. But um, I would say probably 80% of my metrics, I could take to just about any fleet and those would be important in that fleet as well. Okay. All right. So if you're a really small fleet or you haven't really been collecting data and, and tracking things, um, where do you start? Start with what's important to you. You know, what is, what drives your organization? Are they run pretty much all on cost? Like you fix the vehicles, but it's all about cost. So if they, we don't care if the vehicle's down for an extra day or two, um, because the part needs to be shipped. We don't want to overnight it because we need to save money. Um, then you need to start looking at things that are all about money. So cost per mile. What is your, uh, what is your parts operation cost? You? How do you get your parts as cheap as you can? Maybe cost isn't the driving factor for you. Maybe it's all about availability. Um, and maybe you've got some customers that are more important than others based on what you're getting from upper management. They say, hey, we want you to work on police, fire, and refuse, and the parks equipment. It's okay if that takes a little longer. Um, so if that's if that's your case, then start looking at availability. Look at your PM compliance for uh, the big players or your big customers. So it really just depends on what is important in your organization, and then start developing metrics around what's going to drive those factors to increase those or decrease those, depending on what the metric is. All right. Uh, I think that's all the questions I have for today. Thank you so much for your time, Kevin. Um, I do want to hear from our viewers. Let me know down in the comments um, if you have any questions about data or KPIs. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes of GovCast. See you next time.